Good morning, everyone. We welcome you here. We're glad uh, that you have chosen to be with God's people on this morning. And every Sunday when we get together, it's the Lord's Day, and we remember what Christ has done for us as we gather around the table. Uh, This morning in particular, we're going to be remembering what Christ has done for us through the entirety of the sermon. So I'm going to get through the entirety of the worship. There is no sermon. Uh, Come from God's Word today. So this morning, uh, as you... If you don't have a proclaimer, I'd encourage you to go ahead and get one so that you can follow, follow along uh, with the program for today. Um, we're, going to be, we're going to try and keep things moving uh, quickly so that we can actually participate in everything that's listed there, and it will be tight. So um, the, the song leaders will announce the next song, and I'd ask you to go ahead when we finish one song, look down the list to see what the next song is if we forget to announce it. We're going to start by singing uh, number 506, so please turn there. Uh, We'll begin with 506, and then Gage will lead us in our our first scripture reading, uh, followed by uh, Jay Noble with a prayer. Um, And I'd ask everybody, when it's your turn to to go next, please go ahead and come uh, to one of the front pews and be ready to go unless you're just going to do what you need to do from your from your pew. Number 506, we'll sing verses 1 and 3 only. Today is, uh, I, I will say, it's, it's, it's intended to be a somber worship as we remember what Christ has done for us. Um, as it says in the, the sermon blurb on that page, it says, Jesus spent three years giving hope filling people with hope through good news that the kingdom of God was at hand. Then, before the Passover, uh, at the time that he was uh, of his death, before then, he began to warn his disciples of betrayal, of suffering, and of his impending death. And then when it actually happened, I'd ask you to consider how all of those disciples felt the one that they had placed all of their hope in, all of their, their trust and faith in, was now, uh, was now dead. And he did all of that. And I hope we're reminded of this near the end, is that he did it because he loved them. He did it because he loved us. So I pray that as we think about the, the suffering and death of Christ Jesus today, uh, that we're overwhelmed by the love of God. Number 506, uh, also a note, some of the songs, we don't end with the final verse. It's the, the verses are very pointed towards the, uh, the scripture readings themselves. So uh, pay attention to what verses we will be singing. Tell me the story of Jesus. Today's scripture reading is from Luke 18, verse 31 and through 33. Then he took the twelve aside and said to them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and all things which are written through the prophets about the Son of Man will be accomplished. For he will be handed over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked and mistreated and spit upon. And after they have scourged him, they will kill him, and in the third day he will rise again. Luke chapter 19. Verses 41 through 48. 
When he approached Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known this day, even you, the things which make for peace, but now they have been hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will throw up a barricade against you and surround you and hem you in on every side, and they will level you to the ground and your children with you, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling, saying to them, It is written, and my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it into a robber's den. And he was teaching daily in the temple, but the chief priest and the scribes and the leading men among the people were trying to destroy him. And they could not find anything that they might do, for all the people were hanging on to every word he said. Luke 19, uh, Luke chapter, excuse me. I believe Luke 22. Luke 22, verses 14 through 23. Luke 22, verses 14 through 23. When the hour had come, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffered. For I say to you, I shall never eat it again until it's fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup which is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of one who is betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, the Son of Man is going as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed." And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be who was going to do this thing. Luke 22, verse 31 through 34. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your family, that your faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. But he said to him, Lord, with you I am ready to go both to prison and to death. And he said, I say to you, Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you have denied three times that you know me. Number 591. Luke 22, verses 39 through 46. 
And he came out and proceeded, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples also followed him. When he arrived at the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and began to pray, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Now an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him. And being in agony, he was praying very fervently. And his sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. When he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping from sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Luke twenty two forty seven through sixty five. While he was still speaking, behold, a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was preceding them, and he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were around him saw what, he, what was going to happen, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, Stop, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come against him, Have you come out with swords and clubs as you would against a robber? While I was with you daily in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this hour and the power of darkness are yours. Having arrested him, they led him away and brought him to the house of the high priest. But Peter was following at a distance, and they kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard And had sat down together. Peter was sitting among them. And a servant girl seeing him as he sat in the firelight and looking intently at him said, This man was with him too. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, another saw him and said, You are one of them too. But Peter said, Man, I am not. About an hour had passed, another hour passed. Another man began to insist, saying, Certainly this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. Immediately, while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had told him, before a rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out 
and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus in custody were mocking him and beating him. And they blindfolded him and were asking him, saying, Prophesy, who is the one who hit you? And they were saying many other things against him, blaspheming. Luke 22, verse 66 through 23, 25. When it was day, the council of elders and the people assembled, both chief priests and scribes, and they led him away to their council chamber, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. He said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe, and if I ask a question, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. And they all said, Are you the Son of God then? And he said to them, Yes, I am. Then they said, What further need do we have of testimony? For we have heard it ourselves from his own mouth. Then the whole body of them got up and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. So Pilate asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered and said, It is as you say. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they kept on insisting, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching all over Judea, starting from Galilee, even as far as this place. When Pilate heard it, he asked whether this man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who himself also was in Jerusalem at the time. Now Herod was very glad when he saw Jesus, for he had wanted to see him for a long time. Because he had been hearing about him and was hoping to see some sign performed by him. And he questioned him at some length. But he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and the scribes were standing there accusing him vehemently. And Herod with his soldiers, after treating him with contempt and mocking him, dressed him in a gorgeous robe and sent him back to Pilate. Now Herod and Pilate became friends with one another that very day, for before they had been enemies with each other. Pilate summoned the chief priest and the rulers of the people and said to them, You brought this man to me as one who incites the people to rebellion, and behold, having examined him before you, I have found no guilt in this man regarding the charges which you make against him. No, nor has Herod, for he sent him back to us. And behold, nothing deserving death has been done by him. Therefore, I will punish him and release him. Now he was obliged to release to them at the feast one prisoner. But they cried out all together, saying, Away with this man, and release for us Barabbas. For he was one who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection made in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again. 
But they kept on calling out, saying, Crucify Him! Crucify Him! And He said to them the third time, Why? What evil has this man done? I have found in him no guilt demanding death. Therefore I will punish him and release him. But they were insistent, with loud voices asking that he be crucified. And their voices began to prevail. And Pilate pronounced sentence that their demand be granted. And he released the man they were asking for, who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder. But he delivered Jesus to their will. Luke 23, verse 26, to the end of the chapter. When they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, coming in from the country, and placed on him the cross to carry behind Jesus. And following him was a large crowd of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, stop weeping for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if they had done these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others also who were criminals were being led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and the other on his left. But Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots, dividing up his garments among themselves. And the people stood by looking on. And even the rulers were sneering at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if this is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up to him, offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Now there was also an inscription above him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanging there was hurling abuse at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other answered and rebuking him said, Do you not even fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed are suffering justly, for we are receiving what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he was saying, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly, I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. It was now about the sixth hour. And darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour. Because the sun was obscured. And the evil of the temple was torn in two. 
And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had happened, he began praising God and saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds who came together for this spectacle, when they observed what had happened, began to return, beating their breasts. And all his acquaintances and the women who accompanied him from Galilee were standing at a distance, seeing these things. And a man named Joseph, who was a member of the council, a good and righteous man, he had not consented to their plan and action. A man from Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who was waiting for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. And he took it down and wrapped it in a linen cloth and laid him in a tomb cut into the rock where no one had ever lain. And it was preparation day and the Sabbath was about to begin. Now the women who had come with him out of Galilee followed him and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and perfumes. And on the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. We saw thee not. The next reading is from a passage that was written a few hundred years before Christ even walked the earth. I pray as we read it, we'll hear that God's plan was always to send a servant who would be a suffering servant, who would die just as we have read. And the reason he did it was for you and for me. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. He has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hide their faith, Face, he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sins he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was pierced through for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening of our well being fell upon him. And by his scourging we are healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to slaughter. And like a sheep that is silent before its shearers. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. 
And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people to whom the stroke was due. He gave, his grave was assigned with wicked men, yet he was with a rich man in his death because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit found in his mouth. But the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief. If he would render himself as a guilt offering, he will see his offspring. He will prolong his days, and the good pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied. By his knowledge, the, the righteous one, my servant, will justify the many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with the great, and he will divide the booty with the strong, because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. In Acts chapter 8, we're studying in our Bible class, and we read of one called an Ethiopian eunuch who was studying this passage of Scripture, and he was seeking hope. He wanted to know who was the one that he was longing for. Philip, by God's design, came to him and, and taught him about Jesus. The one who would suffer and die for his sins. The one who would take the punishment that he deserved. And having heard about Jesus and about salvation in him, the Ethiopian said, look, here's water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he was baptized. He gave his life to the one who died for him. The song we're going to sing, number 114, I Stand Amazed in the Presence, is an invitation song. If there's anyone here today who has heard of the love of God to send his own son, the one who is innocent, the innocent lamb who went to the cross for you, and you believe in him, you have faith in him, and you want to give your life to him. Today the invitation is extended to you, and we encourage you to please come as we stand together and sing. From Hebrews 5 we read, In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. If you've been listening to what God has to say about his son this morning, you prepared to remember Jesus' body and his blood. Let us give a blessing for the bread.